Hey, thank you once again for joining. I'm excited to introduce to you the new book of Philippians, one of the New Testament books written by Paul the Apostle, one of four epistles written from prison, the uncomfortable place. Paul was in chains for the gospel of Christ. Paul is encouraging believers in the church of Philippi, as well as leaders. He encourages them to keep the faith. He encouraged them in the faith and all of God's people. I pray it is a blessing to you. And thanks for joining. I hope you have been doing good. I hope you have been enjoying studies that are presented here at the table. Ephesians study was powerful. I encourage you to go back and look over it. I encourage you to go back and listen to it. Apply what you have learned. It's a really, really powerful study. I decided I was going to go with another study. And this one actually follows Ephesians. This study, the book of Philippians, is a book that comes after the book of Ephesians. And it is a continuous letter. Not a continuous letter, but it is a letter that Paul is writing to the church in Philippi. And so... As we continue our study, I just want to kind of present an intro to the study and pray it is a blessing to you. As always, I will be reading from your International Version Bible, and you're welcome to follow with me with a Bible version of your choice. I will also be sharing insights that are found alongside with Scripture, and pray it is a blessing to you. So let's get into this study, the book of Philippians, chapter 1. And it starts out like this. Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all God's holy people in Christ Jesus at Philippi, together with the overseers and deacons. So this letter is not just a letter to the church in Philippi, but also to the people that are far off. The people at this church as overseers as well as deacons, which means pastors, ministers, evangelists, and so forth. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. So this is just a intro letter that Paul is writing alongside with Timothy to the church in Philippi. He starts out with thanksgiving and prayer. I thank my God every time I remember you in all my prayers for all of you. I always pray with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. Being confident of this, and this is a scripture that's being quoted over and over and over again in the body of Christ. Being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Jesus Christ. And this is the prayer that he's praying. 
It is right for me to feel this way about all of you since I have you in my heart and whether I am in chains or defending and confirming the gospel, all of you share in God's grace with me. God can testify how I long for you of how I long for all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus. And this is my prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight, so that you may be able to discern what is bad, best, I'm sorry, what is best and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ, filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. So he says, he's uh, writing a letter in the form of a prayer. That your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight. So that you can discern what is best. Filled with fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus. So he's saying basically that you would be filled with insight. It's a wisdom from above. You would be filled with revelation from above. He goes on to say, now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. Now, we know that Paul is in a situation. He says, what has happened to me is actually to my advantage. As a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Christ. Now we find out that he is in prison. And because of my chains, most of the brothers and sisters have become confident in the Lord and dare all the more to proclaim the gospel without fear. And I'm reminded of a very popular scripture. Whatever God meant for my evil, God is turning around for my good. Whatever the enemy, I'm sorry if I keep going back. Whatever the enemy meant for my evil, God is turning around for my good. I'm imprisoned. It's meant to destroy me. It's meant to discourage me. It's meant to, to place fear on me. But it is actually for my good and for the benefit of the gospel. He's saying, he's saying do not get discouraged because I'm here. Because... I'm here for a purpose. It is true that some preach Christ out of envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely supposing that they can stir up trouble for me while I'm in chains. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. Yes, I will continue to rejoice. For I know that through your prayers and God's provision of the Spirit of Jesus Christ, what has happened to me will turn out for my deliverance. Right here. He says, I know that this is for my good. I know that there is purpose in this. So therefore, I'm not going to get discouraged. 
I'm not going to be afraid. I'm not going to get defeated. I know this is for my good. I eagerly expect and hope that I will in no way be ashamed, but will have sufficient courage so that now, as always, Christ will be exalted in my body, whether by life or by death. For me to live is Christ and to die is gain. If I am to go on living in the body, this will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet, what shall I choose? I do not know. I am torn between the two. I desire to depart and be with Christ, which is better by far, but is more necessary for you that I remain in the body. This is Paul speaking from prison. This is Paul writing a letter from prison in his struggle, right? But he says, don't you worry about me. I'm good over here. Convinced of this, I know that I will remain and I will continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that through my being with you again, your boasting in Christ, Jesus will abound on account of me. Whatever happens, conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Instruction. He says, whatever happens, Conduct yourself in a manner worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come to see you or only hear about you in my absence, I will know that you stand firm in one spirit, striving together as one for the faith of the gospel, without being frightened in any way by those who oppose you. He said, listen. Whatever it is that you're going through, whatever opposition that you face right now, don't you worry about it. Don't be frightened. This is a sign to them that they will be destroyed. The day that, that you will be saved and that by God. For it is, has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. Suffer. What a word, suffer. It says not only to believe in Christ, but to suffer for the gospel of Christ. Since you are going through the same struggle you saw I had, and now hear that I still have. Paul is letting us know that he's also going through troubles. He's letting us know that He's going through struggles, but it's not going to affect him in any kind of way. He's like, yeah, you heard about it, but listen, it's not going to knock me out. This trouble, this conflict, it's not going to knock me out. I'm going to continue to be faithful to God. And this concludes my chapter for today. I pray it is a blessing to you. If you have not had a chance to join Sword Study Delight, I highly encourage you to do so. It is a Facebook private group where you can find other believers such as myself and others. They're there to study the Word of God. They're there to come together and become a communion of sword fighters. Community of sword fighters.